You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Welcome everybody to the 9to5 Entertainment System, where we talk about all the things that you wish you could talk to us about. What do we talk about? Scott! We talk about Johnny Depp in Tusk and all the other Depps. We talk about Never Sleep Again, the Freddy documentary, Seth Green's Camp WWE, and also Sergeant Slaughter. And then we talk about China. John? We follow that up with uh, Prince. To clarify that it's China the professional wrestler, not right. the country. The people will li- listen to the thing and figure that out. Then, no. we, <laughs> then we talk about Prince, which is way more interesting. And then ACDC and Axel and Guns N' Roses. We talk about Don Cherry and Alex Ovechkin and anti-Russian racism. And then we have way a whole bunch of hockey talk. Andrew Shaw says mean things. Andrew Saad does say mean things. We talk about all the depths that I've known and loved on this, the 9 to 5 Entertainment System. Johnny Depp done anything like super good recently? I don't think so. <laughs> I can't think of a single one of his films that I was like, or a I single one of his performances. Pirates of the Caribbean was like fun. Like they weren't yeah, like it's been the same character four times in a row. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Was, ah, Johnny Depp nailed it. Nailed it. I, I nailed that character. I, I guess. I don't know. I really I can't think of anything where yeah I can't think of anything where I was like oh shit Johnny Depp like, blown away blown away by sweet Johnny Deppness. Transcendence was terrible. I mean, supposedly it was it was fucking horrible. It was really bad. Oh, wow. It was, his yeah. role it was in. Uh, Tusk was awful. I didn't see okay. Tusk, but I heard it was fucking awful, and I, Tusk, I like Tusk, I didn't want to be disappointed. Tusk, you know? the film, yes, is not the worst. Not the worst. Not the worst. What is it's, the worst? it's not great, uh-huh. but the worst is Johnny Depp in the film Tusk. Why? What does he do? He shows up as a French Canadian, like I guess like renegade RCMP dude who's like investigating the Tusk dude. Okay, right, I'm there. And it's it's so bad. Like they're just and you can just you can totally tell that it was like a notion that like entertained kevin smith so he's like just keep improving johnny so it's just like long diatribes in this terrible french canadian accent uh-huh. and you're like fucking cut the camera would it be just okay if if we didn't know what a real french canadian accent was and like it's just a bad accent that it still would have been long like yeah. all the scenes were just way too long you like i said you could just tell that like it entertained kevin yeah. smith yeah while stoned while stoned and he's just like just keep the cameras rolling johnny's spitting gold today <laughs> and it's just like you really just get that impression like oh my god like, he made a movie about a walrus man well, and he's got johnny depp on the screen okay, i think you kind of yeah. gotta keep him on there yeah. as long as you it, can but it's kind of it's, it's kind of fun I, like, I feel like moments ago we were discussing how one of our most enjoyed movies of the last decade was a film about a rubber tire that bounces <laughs> the and kills, kills people with mind bullets stay tuned next week where we will actually we talk about that film again <laughs> but like i don't see anything wrong with the core concept of dust no there's no there's, no there's, there's nothing moments. wrong with that but if you're making that movie and you've got johnny depp on set yeah you're gonna keep him on camera as much as you can yeah. you also you also have uh what's his name uh park the rosa main... parks uh no ray park no. <laughs> a park a park there just, are scenes the in park. park who's the guy the, the bad guy from red state um, oh yeah, that guy was great. Yeah, he was the best part of it. And he plays the bad guy in Tusk too, awesome. and that's very cool. Yeah. And like Justin Long's character is kind of cool. It, like it gets. I know, I know, but those guys are not Johnny Depp. No, Johnny yeah, but Mike. I think Johnny Depp is Johnny Depp. Like uh, after I mean, Pirates, in our heads, we're all like Johnny Depp is great. But then think of like brilliant acting moments that have come from Johnny Depp that weren't like created by the the scene, his co-stars, whatever. Like as an ensemble, I'm not trying to take away from him, but he, he does was... his own thing, and it's always the same. Yeah, yeah I know what I'm saying, but like. Like, he held fucking Fear and Loathing up by himself, pretty much. I don't much. think he did. The fucking Ap- direction was fantastic. Yeah, the direction is fantastic, but his characterization is, like, amazing. And it's not like there was, like, a supporting cast. Like, yes, Terry Gilliam did a great job directing and it visually looked cool, but, like... And it was a Guillermo del... Not Guillermo del Toro. Who's the... His... The sidekick. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. But, yeah, but he's the sidekick. He's in that movie for, like, 20 minutes. Like, he's, like, in the movie the second most, but he's yeah. not... He just, like, comes it's and goes the attorney. Guillermo del Toro. Right. You're, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Benicio del Toro. Benicio del Toro. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, it is del Toro. Guillermo was the t- director. Guillermo was the director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Benicio um, del Toro. Benicio is fantastic. I don't know. I, I, I would put that one more on Terry Gilliam than I would on, on 
Like he does De- it Depp did so fucking great. So well, though. Okay, okay. Okay. If you're talking about what Johnny Depp did, it starts with Edward Scissorhands. That yeah, was okay, his that movie. Was, that was pretty good. Edward. He was really good in Edward, Edward too. Uh, and on, on, then Dead back. Man, if you haven't seen it, Didn't is fantastic. Didn't he do fantastic. the Rum Diaries and people fucking hated it? Yeah, but I just think people were, had the, the wrong expectation. I really enjoyed the Rum Diaries. Yeah? But the Rum Diaries is was uh, Hunter S. Thompson's sort of fiction work, right? Not actually kind of like... Yeah. Like, not to say that Fear and Loathing wasn't. Like, Fear and Loathing is certainly yeah, yeah, an exaggerated yeah. uh, version where he's Raul, Raul Duke. Yes. Um, but it's like... The character, as written by Hunter S. Thompson in Rum Diaries, is like just kind of a drunk and like isn't isn't rashed to eleven the way like Raul Duke is. Right. So, like I kind of think people were going like fear and loathing, but Woo! it's just, yeah, it's yeah, just it's kind not. of a sad. Alcoholic. I think he also wrote it like way before. Maybe. Yeah. He might. I, I also. I at least from the storyline, whether it happened earlier in Hunter S.'s career or later in his career, it seemed a lot more that it was like I'm writing a story versus mm-hmm. like I'm writing batshit insanity. Like right. as an author, he seemed to be like. More interested in like telling a narrative as opposed to just like I'm covering a, a road race in the desert and mm-hmm. just fucking doing all the drugs. Mostly just doing all the drugs. <laughs> exactly. So he was he was Jack Sparrow. Like that was money. Yeah, yep. yeah, was, yeah. That was yeah. not huge, 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 huge bang. Same thing. He was also the Mad Hatter, which was just terrible, terrible, just but terrible. That movie made a billion dollars, and they're making a second one. So that's no. like, oh, yes, yeah, absolutely. they're making a Mad they made Hatter a billion movie. dollars. That movie's uh, in like top ten grossing films. I of all know time. you're right. You're right, and I <laughs> hate that you're right. Yeah, no, it was real bad. Yeah. <laughs> was... Uh, there's been so many good Alice in Wonderlands too. Yeah. Like you just, I feel that I think when it really when Johnny Depp really steered off course, Charlie and the Chocolate Charlie Factory. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, uh, like, I feel like that was one of those movies that, like, literally everybody on the planet was like, I, "We don't really need another one." There's still the old one, and it's still yeah. great. It's still yeah. great, but at the same time, like Johnny Depp and Tim Burton's involvement, it was like before they like fully jumped the shark. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was like, I was kind of excited. I was like, you know what? We don't really need another Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but in the hands of like the every guy now that and again, the... Tim Burton does magic. You know, well, no, not every now and again. Even like up. Until that point, I think his only serious misstep was Planet of the Apes. I mean, like, if you're like, who's going to remake Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Is it going to be the guy that did, like, Beetlejuice, Edward Scissorhands, uh, like, Tim Edward? The creepy Batman movies. Yeah, the creepy Batman movies. Creepy Batman movies. It could be him. Like, you'd be be like, oh, I think he could do it. I think he can fix it. Like, I'm like, he doesn't need to, but I'm like, this could be cool. Like, a little creepier and spookier. And then it was was not. It was real bad. (laughs) (laughs) Who is it? It's Gene, um, what's his name? Who played the... uh, Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder. He actually went on record saying, like, I am personally insulted by that movie huh? that was like enough like i i think i did it like a defining character role do you know and the sub what the subreddit gone wilder i do know the subreddit gone wilder <laughs> <laughs> pro tip it's not what you think but but if you paid attention to the last five seconds it's what you think <laughs> yeah uh, yeah no yeah i i that movie didn't need to be remade didn't, and yeah. it was just so pretty shitty mm-hmm. I, I actually, also let's not forget the travesty that was the lone ranger no, like, that God. was uh, yeah. just Johnny Depp playing didn't Tonto. Didn't the whole host of Native Americans walk off set being like, this is shite? No, no, no. That, that was, was the ridiculous <laughs> eight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. Ridiculous seven. Six. Six. Ridiculous. Who knows? Whatever. Adam Sandler's <laughs> real offensive. I, I got about four minutes into it wow. before turning it off. <laughs> the ne- Netflix recorded your clicking on it and is like, yes, more. Yep. No, 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 but then it recorded me logging off after four minutes. doesn't matter. It was the most watched movie on Netflix for the first month. Something like that. But of all time or a month? During during the time that it was there. Okay. Like, it launched and it was, like, the most watched movie of all the movies they had on Netflix before watching Yeah, they might be saying it's the most watched. I feel like it might be the most clicked on, but then it was not the most finished, (laughs) you know? Like, those are different numbers. At the same time, it was, like, a holiday release. There was a lot of people at home. It did have star power, like... It was straight to Netflix. It was was a Netflix exclusive. Like, there was a lot of stuff that would, like, pull the click in in a genuine... But, I mean, obviously, you might just fucking shut it off. But, like, there's... Like, I feel that the... Probably the all-time... The all-time download in a single month has to be the interview. Right, the exclusive oh, yeah. release of like a film that got banned. Arrested Development. No, the no, new Arrested movie. Development was colossal. Film, though. I said yeah. film. Yeah. Not serious, uh, but like film. Yeah. Probably the interview, right? It was like a Hollywood movie that got banned everywhere that then got released on Netflix. Yeah. Like, there was there was talk around the holidays too. Like, Buzz. Yeah. It wasn't exclusive though. You could buy it on. YouTube oh yeah, you're right. And, yeah. Who the fuck would? Yeah. Who would? Netflix. Who would? Who would pay five bucks to watch that movie on? YouTube when you could pay eight bucks to watch it on Netflix. Yeah, exactly. And everything yeah. else for the rest of the month. Right. Uh, so speaking of Johnny Depp, I just watched a big documentary called Never Sleep Again. It's a four-hour documentary 
about um, the... Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Question. Have you slept since watching the documentary? Yes. Okay. okay but, I mean... Then the... I guess they'll be pending our lawsuit for... <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was going to say that... Just, just, to finish, just to wrap up on the Johnny Depp... We're going to come back to your, your thing. Just wrap up on the Johnny Depp and Tim Burton jumping the shark. Uh-huh. At the beginning of the year, I wrote uh, like a series of blogs about like movies that I'm like... I like looked up and was like that I didn't know about Buzz and then I heard about them mm-hmm. and Miss Peregrine's School for the Gifted I want to say, huh? Right, is a, a Tim Burton joint with Johnny Depp without Johnny Depp oh. and I was like and that made me excited and it's but, like wait, is <laughs> Helena Bonham Carter in it? She would be Miss yeah. Peregrine, wouldn't she? <laughs> yes, obviously, but I mean they're married. But like from the trailer, she seems to be like it's like Miss Peregrine's like this is my school goodbye and like leaves. Like, in the trailer. Because like, it's like one or the other, and on, on occasion, both, and that's when he's at his worst. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, but the the lack and of Helena Bonham, or I think Helena Bonham Carter might not be in it, even. Uh-huh. But either way, I was like... The odds Tim, are getting better for this movie to be But I was like, good. Tim Burton making a legit children's film, like, without any, like, pretense. Right. Without Tim Burton, I was like, about, like, these kids who are, like, gifted and have, like, special powers and stuff, and, like, weird Victorian, all that, and he doesn't need to, like... Add his own spirals. You know <laughs> that whole thing is an okay setup. Like I'm exactly, on board. But I'm like, but I was like, because except I also saw League of Extraordinary Gentlemen in the movie. <laughs> yeah, Tim Burton did not do that. Yeah, I know, but I've seen what they do when they put superheroes in Victorian times. Well, but they're not superheroes; they're kids. They're more like like a, like a little girl who can manipulate water and stuff. Like, so they're like X Men in Victorian times, but like children, like little kids, like X Men First Class. Check it out, Eva Green, yeah. who we love from um, Casino Royale. Nope. From the uh, Victorian sex monsters TV show that Penny we Dreadful. Watching. Penny Dreadful. Sex that's monsters. Right. Yes. She's Miss Peregrine. <laughs> She's Miss Peregrine. Helena Bonham Carter isn't in it then. Nope. No Helena Bonham Carter. No Helena Bonham Carter. No Johnny okay. Depp. You're, I'm back on board. You're really getting away from the whole, was this worth watching? Well, it hasn't come out yet. Oh, really? It's like upcoming. That's what I'm saying. I was like, it was like films that are coming out in, this, in 2016 that I was like, oh, I'm like, there was stuff about it that made me interested, yeah, which was yeah. Tim Burton directing. Okay, so Evergreen, Eva who we really like, uh, Samuel Jackson who is playing the Baron. Right. I don't know what that is. I don't recognize anyone else. Oh, Judy Dench is in it. Yeah. Crazy. Okay, so there's some good people. Yeah, and I, and I, but I really got to thinking about like when when did Tim Burton really jump the shark? Because I was like, there's been a while. That he's and Chris anything. O'Dowd. Mm-hmm. I love Chris O'Dowd. Mm-hmm. Nazi squad? Looks cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, looks, looks neato. Can old Timmy unjump the shark? Yeah, exactly. Can can Tim Burton fix his shit? Because I was like, I was like going back looking through his films, and he's made like Serious Bank, like off the uh, Alice in Wonderland, or whatever. Yeah. But I was like, the last <laughs> movie he did that was like really good was like Big Fish, and that was like two thousand. Yeah, it's a long, that's an old fucking movie. Like he's made a lot of crap. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Never Sleep Again, documentary about the Nightmare Freddy on Elm Street. Movie is up to so long as uh, Robert Englund was involved. Mm-hmm. So all of them. Except, Except for, for the, the reboot. reboot. Yeah. <clears throat> it's up to seven. Wes Craven's A New Nightmare. Yeah. And? It's four hours long because they break down every single movie. Okay. <clears throat> right. And, and is it about like the, the pop culture or is it really just about the movies? Or is it about like fandom All of it? and stuff? Okay. All of it. Yeah. And they do it chronologically. Okay. It's like, That's now we're going to talk about yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. And they get a bunch of the cast members from the first movie. Neato. Except for Johnny Depp. Well, no shit. <clears throat> the two people they did not get from the series were Johnny Depp and... Robert England? No, Robert England was there. Yeah, he... Robert England. Robert England. No, looks that. I don't think you could. I don't think you could make a Freddy documentary four hours long without talking to it, Robert England. That would almost be something to talk about uh, in and of itself. Uh, one of the kids in the movies. Okay. <clears throat> the main kid. One of the kids. The, 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 the one of the most famous people. Like Johnny Depp goes on to become a big superstar. Mm. One of the other people whose career it launched was. I'm trying to think of who all the kids were. I don't uh, remember. Uh, great. Hang on, Fuck. Do I have girl? to look it up? Or you're, oh, you're it's a girl. No, I know who it is. Yeah, uh, I want Keith to to work our way through it. If it's a girl, she was a dream warrior. Okay. Fuck. I'm like drawing a huge blank. I like. She gets eaten by a giant Freddy snake that they had to paint green. It's like a teen queen. Like, she was like, got a huge... Well, she's a Hollywood star. You, yeah, 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 I'll yeah, say yeah, her name. Yeah. You'll be like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's not Jennifer Aniston. That was Leprechaun. Yeah. 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 Uh, fuck. Nev Campbell? No. No? Go. Patricia Arquette. Patricia Ooh. Arquette. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> there we go. From Boyhood. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, this movie was fantastic. Yeah. <clears throat> they talked to everyone involved, every single director of all of the movies. They they had all the special effects guys. They had the makeup guys, like from one to the other, and how they passed stuff on. 
crazy. Um, they did after New Nightmare. They also did uh, Freddy vs. Jason. Okay, yeah, because Robert Englund is in that. Covered the whole series, super in-depth, talked to to everyone, talked about everything, Neat. talked about how the second one was the gay one. Oh, yeah. yeah. The second <clears throat> one was just real bad. That, and that movie was, like, cranked out, right? Because it was like, Freddy did good <clears throat> on Halloween. And Nine then, and months. Then, and then they were like, we need to have another Freddy movie next Halloween. Yeah. So, like, they decided, like, pre-production started, and then within a year, they had to have, like, a movie out. Wow. Like, yeah. Pre-production did well. Did like started as soon as they had the opening weekend <clears throat> off. Right? And they had to admit, have the movie out without Wes Craven. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, Craven hey, you want to come back? He's like, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got things to do. I feel like I read this huge article about how it really, there's like this really weird gay undertone in the second one. Yeah. And then two of the stars went on to be gay porn stars. And huh. yeah, like, 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 it's, like it's all, it's all about yeah. Freddie trying to come out from inside. Yeah. One of the kids and like there's a scene where he's like his girlfriend is like, Come over and stay with me, I'll keep you awake. He's like, No, I gotta go to Steve's house. Yeah. And Steve will keep me awake. <laughs> Steve was like So you came here to sleep with me? No, we can't sleep. Oh, oh yeah. We need of course. to do something to keep each other up all night long. <laughs> there's a whole scene with the, the gym coach getting tortured by Freddie slapping his ass with a towel. <laughs> like he's tied up in the shower. Uh, and and the main guy. the main star of the kid was like, and it was really hysterical because then you know like i was gay but no one knew <laughs> but like freddie wanted it oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah uh, the movie was amazing like if you're yeah, yeah. even a moderate fan because i'm not the hugest fan of yeah it's like if freddie. you sat through a four-hour nightmare on elm street documentary yeah, it's gotta be next level like, it's gotta be like at least somewhat enjoyable yeah i was yeah. like hey scott let's let's watch a four-hour hell with Hellraiser documentary. You'd be like, what the fuck, Keith? <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> but they talk a lot about like how it builds New Line Cinema yeah, and how yeah. like what happened to the people after that. You know, Johnny Depp was in two of the movies. Really? Yeah. He's in a flashback, and he, he, filmed, he's, he filmed the flashback. He's not in a flashback. He's in Freddy's Dead. Oh. Yeah. He's in six. the he's in the TV commercial that before Breck and Meyer gets murdered. Yeah. So like this is your brain on drugs. <laughs> This yeah. is your brain on, then Freddy hits him with a frying pan. Like, just just <laughs> the shortest cameo. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh, yeah. It's super weird to see all the kids and be like, hey, it's that guy. Stars. Hey, it's that guy. And then be like, you did nothing with your life after this movie. Breckenmeyer, so I don't sad. Know, did did Freddy make Breckenmeyer, or was he already like a teen star when he was in Six? Uh, he was not a I'm teen not sure star. No. You, when you, if you saw him, you Breckenmeyer, a robot movie. chicken. Oh. Breckenmeyer plus Seth Green. Yeah, was the, robot guy, chicken. the other guy from... Speaking of Seth Green, have you heard about his latest project? No. This is about toys acting out action? Close. He's Man, if he made a robot in action movie that took itself seriously. He's making uh, a adult cartoon uh-huh. for the WWE Network called Camp WWE. Really? Yep. At like Helmed by Seth Green from, you know, Robot Chicken or mm-hmm. whatever. Huge WWE fan. He was in a show. He was on Raw once. He was one of the guest hosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got body slammed by Kane? He had a match, yeah, exactly. He took took a body slam, and I think he uh, like he like broke up some pins, and then uh, Randy Orton put him on his shoulders and ran around with him because he is teeny He's tiny. tiny. Yeah, exactly. All those wrestlers are like, I think that's a real example of like how big wrestlers are. Like, because wrestlers, you can't always tell how big they are because they're all so big, right? You know, and you're just sort of like that like like that. Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan. You forget that Hulk Hogan is six foot eight. Yeah, exactly. And just like. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Andre Giant, Andre's pretty big. Tower over him. Yeah, and he does. Yeah. but he doesn't tower over him the way that someone who's a giant would right. tower. Exactly, over like, him. like like Hulk Hogan would tower over you. Yes, and then over <laughs> over him. Yeah, there's exactly. Our good friend. Yeah, Andre. yeah, exactly. That's it. So yeah, no, he's making. Uh, I think it starts in like a, a month or something, or recently. Like it's either it just got the like they've been playing commercials for it, and there's been a big push machine behind it. And it basically, it's like Vince McMahon owns a summer camp, and uh, they have a bunch of bunch of the old superstars play like the counselors and stuff like rick flair's just, iron like, cheek around iron cheek <laughs> fuck <laughs> and there, but there's swe- i don't know like there's it's an adult cartoon there seems to be swearing and shit in it iron cheek would be amazing yeah, hold on. if it's an adult cartoon and it's a cartoon and it, there's not swearing it would get that adult tag because there was sex like what else are they going to do to make it adult content just content like if there's like swearing yeah i mean like but like think like family guy doesn't swear expressly but it's, it's also a, 
It's an adult cartoon, <laughs> though. It's a I cartoon mean, that's target. The target audience is not for children. Right, right, right. right. And but it doesn't necessarily maybe need teenagers. swearing. Yeah, teenagers for yeah. sure. But yeah, exactly. So and then and the it's I think the characters are like Little Big Show, Little Stone Cold, Little Rock, Little Cena, and Little Bellas. I think are the main, the main campers. Oh, and Little Undertaker. Mm-hmm. And then the Little Bellas. Yeah. One of these things is not like the others. <laughs> what are they going to put in? Like maybe Little Lita? Like I don't think they want anything to do with anything that has touched Hardee's. Little China? <laughs> I don't know. Lita unveiled. Nope. <laughs> Lita, Lita unveiled the new women's belt at WrestleMania, so they're on some I'm sort of good Sure, there. I guess. Little Trish? Little Trish. Maybe. Anyway, but I, I kind of get the little Bellas. Little, little Moolah? <laughs> yeah, Little Moolah would be the best. <laughs> little Mae Young? Anyway, but yeah, <laughs> She's still old. <laughs> But yeah, like the, the legends are actually like voiced themselves or whatever, and like like Sergeant Slaughter is in it and stuff. And I was like, this is the second time Sergeant Slaughter's in the voice of a cartoon. <laughs> of Sergeant Slaughter of himself. I feel like that's a legacy and a half. Like people have made you a cartoon twice, and you've got to voice act yourself. yourself. No, no, I, Sergeant Slaughter. I feel like Sergeant Slaughter and GI Joe has got to be a thing that, like, because it makes no sense. Why would a territorial wrestler? Not only get to voice G.I. Joe, because I understand why you would get to voice G.I. Joe, because his voice was amazing. Yeah, exactly. You just put him in. You just be like, okay, you're going to voice like Sergeant Steele, the new drill command. No, yeah. they're just like, you were going to voice you, who's going to fight the evil terrorist organization, exactly. Cobra. Who is, like, <laughs> it, it makes sense. How did that happen? <laughs> it's just so ridiculous, because it's just sort of like, but I was like, and then it's like, especially in like the like late 80s, early 90s, whatever, where like kayfabe was still protected. So like, as a kid, were we to understand that like, he was a professional wrestler, (laughs) Sergeant Slaughter also joined. Exactly. America's elite special missions force. There is a Cobra entity trying to take over the world. Right. Right. And then like, I guess like he moonlights as a wrestler. Right. Or does he moonlight as a G.I. Joe drill sergeant? Which one is his day job? Like, what's his nine to five, and what does he do on the weekend? Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. It was doubly weird, and I remember it being weird as a kid, mm-hmm. is that he was, like, most often booked as a heel. Like, unless he was, like, wrestling someone incredibly foreign, Slaughter was a bad guy a lot of times. Like... Yeah, well, his matches with Hogan. Yeah. Because he, he feuded with Hogan. He yeah. was the Iraqi sympathizer. Yeah, exactly. He was, like, an Amer- the American Iraqi sympathizer. Wow. But then was obviously a super good guy on, like, G.I. Joe. Joe. Very weird. For was me. he a Cobra agent? Oh no! Well, he was always kind of off to the side, right? Like in the movie, they sent people out to Slaughter's like training thing, but yeah. he was like doing his own, like not on the yeah, Joe. He trains base. them. He yeah. trains the Joes. He doesn't yeah. like. He was a drill instructor. He's yeah. a drill sergeant. He doesn't go out on missions, but he trains them. There's only two I ways it. out of this outfit: <laughs> on your feet like, like a man, man or in a ditty bag. Yeah, itty bitty ditty bag. Magic, guys. Pure gold, right there. Uh, so he's going to be back in the cartoon. Yeah, he's going to be back in a cartoon. Camp uh-huh. WWE with oh Seth Green. It's all tied I just, together. I guess we're doing wrestling stuff. You guys don't want to talk about China? You don't think there's anything? I suppose so. She, de- she dead. Yeah. China, China died. Uh-huh. Was it drugs? Did, did, did they say what it was officially? I, it had to have been at least some. Forty-five. Rem- right? It might not necessarily have been like an OD in particular, but it might have been. I did a bunch of drugs because like, she had apparently, I think, gotten clean. Like a year or two ago, mm-hmm. and then she—that's why she was really pushing to. She was pushing WWE to like get inducted into the Hall of Fame, and the Hall of Fame, the WWE was like, pass because the porn. Yeah. And then she accused Triple H of abusing and raping her. Yep. Oh wow. And he was just like, that did not happen. And yep. then months later, she was like on Stern. I think she was on Stern. Yeah. She was like, yeah, that didn't really happen. I just said that to like. Whoa. <laughs> I think that was kind of a... Did they, like, rip her to fucking pieces? No, no. It's pretty horrible. They they said, they were like, yeah, we know it didn't happen. Yeah, they were like, please please get the help you need. Like, pretty much. Yeah, they were, like, very... They did not not engage with that. They were just like... Let it slide. "That That is not a thing that happened. And moving on, and then... She just kind of ranted and railed and then said, yeah, yeah, no, I made that all up. Yep. Was like, yep. So, yeah, China passed away. There, uh, did you see the thing on Kayfabe News? They were like... Oh. I did. I sent you the thing on Kayfabe News. Did you? Yep. Because the whole world warns us we're back down to only eight wonders in the world. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was touted as the ninth, ninth wonder of the world. world. China, right. like, that was her, like... The whole world warns <laughs> As we have backed down to eight wonders of the world. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess yeah. more... more 
it's, just get it out of your system, guys. <laughs> no, but just I was gonna say, and I had the exact reaction that I think the whole world did later that day when we found out the prince was dead, which was like <laughs> once sorry, again. Yeah. Sorry, China. You saw the thing that I once again. China was pushed out of the limelight by someone With richer more? and more feminine. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. Uh, everyone, I think, eh, most famous Jehovah's Witness, Prince. Prince? Other than that Jehovah guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much. There was, there was some really, like, and they potentially, they're saying most, if not all, of $300 million going to the Jehovah's Witnesses. Whoa! Because he has no children and... Holy shit. ...didn't form a lot of super close relationships. Yeah. So I read I read this thing t- today that was saying a bunch of people close to him were like, he worked for six days and nights straight, didn't sleep, mm-hmm. and they found him dead in an elevator. And people mm-hmm. that morning were like, yeah, hey, you're looking pretty shaky, man. You should take a break and, and sleep. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're saying. They're, they're saying it wasn't like drugs. It was like he worked himself to death because of something. And they apparently had the flu yeah. and like had to... Land a plane. Well, but he's he been, he's, like, if you've been paying attention to Prince, like it's, been like, it's been like a year or two of like, there's always these weird medical things, like weird shows getting canceled because he's lightheaded and dizzy. Mm-hmm. Like, apparently, that's just like his work style is just no sleep, just go, 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 go. And go. we also all know and love him from um, the, no, it was, I guess it wasn't a podcast, it was the talk that, what's his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah the um, evening with Kevin Smith. Yeah. Where he just mm-hmm. talked about Prince being super crazy. Yeah. But I don't know if you saw some of the Jehovah's Witness photos that have like no. come come up. Like people have like seen him. Like he goes to Jehovah's Witnesses, of course, have their like their big summer conventions and stuff. And he just kind of like sits at the back with uh, Tommy Graham, who's also a Jehovah's Witness, who's from Sly and the Family Stone, the bassist from Sly and the Family Stone. Okay. And it's just the two of them sitting there with like two other guys who like did look like less interested, who are clearly bodyguards because they're like bigger, like beefy dudes, just like sitting there. And they were like, yep, nobody fucking pays him any mind huh. or anything. They were like in Paisley Park where he's from. They were like, yep, the congregation's like, he if he's not on tour or whatever, he usually shows up and they just call him like Brother Nelson. And it's like, we just kind of don't talk about the fact that he's Prince because like... That's that would be all you could ever talk about if you were going to talk about it. <laughs> also, if you were really devoutly religious, like some of the music might be hard to get over. Right. Is it? Uh, <laughs> a lot of his early stuff. A lot of his yeah. early stuff is pretty much just about fucking. Like, that's, that's, that's Prince. <laughs> Prince is about fucking. Exactly. But like his newer stuff is a little more abstract and stuff. Like huh. It's kind of more about love and in the general concept. So of, less fucking. But I mean, it could still be about fucking. It's still, like Prince is less fucking. It's still probably more <laughs> fucking than Jehovah's Witnesses can have. Exactly. And there was a whole thing. I don't know about like the, the truthiness. Of this, but apparently, like he like remixed some of the Jehovah's Witnesses Kingdom melodies and stuff, and like into albums. Not anything into albums because it's copyrighted. But like that's it, and they're like it's the thing he's got. (laughs) Why not? Mm -hmm. If you got a sound studio in your own house and you're hearing this music, and you're like, do whatever. That's all right, but it could maybe just like a. Yeah, exactly. But apparently, and I mean, and again, and again, for obvious reasons, because it's like it's a religious organization, and they 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 take, you know, like not profiteering, like they don't sell anything or whatever. Like they were like they they asked that it not be released and whatever. And I'm Mm -hmm. I'm sure obviously people in the congregation were probably heard it because if they're like you know, like you have this super talented musician who's like remixing the songs, but like Jehovah's Witnesses aren't gonna like profit off of it. Except that they now are. Well, in the way that they're gonna get all of his money, but they're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna release like. Prince jams to we're gonna Kingdom build- Melodies song. Wouldn't you? Isn't that a way to get with the kids these days? I guess. Like, Holy but, but, I, but like, can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> like, can you imagine like that? You know, those group of three old ladies who hang outside the metro, like by the magazine the rack. Yeah. yeah. But but now they have a stack of Prince CDs. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Prince sings Kingdom Melodies. Right. And but, exactly, but that's what I'm saying. I was like, I give them like, I guess like. There's like props to not profiteering Absolutely. from yeah. the like from the the celebrity member of your church to like doing Look whatever. Look at you, Scientology. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, I give I give total props to the organization for being like, yeah, we're not gonna like sell the, a Prince CD when they totally could. Mm. But at the same time, I'm like, I really want to hear those like Prince renditions of like. There's a good chance that it's like songs that I'm like they haven't changed their kingdom melody since mm-hmm. I was a kid so I was like I want to hear those songs that I grew up singing when I was a kid like as remastered Princified. by Prince yeah <laughs> like, 
What I so, really want is for him to come to my house and try and like sell me on the Jehovah's Witness he, thing. He like, did that, right? Like, that would trip he, me out. Would you bitches like some pancakes? Yeah. And talk about Jesus. We a bit. He. Uh, Prince. Tommy <laughs> Toxic, uh, former roller derby Montreal roller derby referee, knows someone from the area who got like door to door by Prince. Wow. Like, do you have a moment to talk about God? I do. And little red beret. Oh, red Corvette, like what? <laughs> Raspberry Beret. Yes, we can talk about these things. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, no, but and apparently, like uh, Tommy's friend was just sort of like was having a really hard day, or whatever. And Prince was just like d- did like exactly like the Jehovah's Witness like thing of like oh like do you want to talk about it and like yeah. whatever else like that and was just sort of like I'm telling my problems like in like in a religious kind of setting to Prince. <laughs> it's like fuck, that's super weird. Like apparently he didn't he didn't do it a ton. Because it'd be so weird. So it, many people would. Well, exactly. people would just take his time to talk about Prince and yeah, about, exactly. That's yeah, it. Like, no, he, I get he, that. He would go to like, like apparently like weirder, like smaller areas, like outside of like cities and stuff mm-hmm. like that, where he's not necessarily like. Even if you look at like the pictures of him at the conventions and stuff, like his hair isn't super fab, and like he's wearing right, a regular right. suit and like not a blouse. Not a blouse. <laughs> you heard about the Dave Chappelle thing? Album cover? <laughs> yeah. I love like, did he ask your permission? Dave's like, no. no. What the fuck? <laughs> Without notifying Dave Chappelle whatsoever. It's, uh, it's Breakfast Can Wait, I think is yeah. the single. Yeah. Like, just the cover. So, backing up, obviously, Dave Chappelle did, this, did the most famous print sketch of all time where... Charlie Murphy told true, the story. Two Hollywood stories with Charlie Murphy where they wake up after like an all-night party in the 80s and Prince just challenges them to a game of basketball. No, Prince takes them home during an all-night party. Yeah. yeah. Challenges them to a game of basketball. Exactly. And serves them pancakes and, then serves... and can levitate and... Uh... Can dunk. He yeah, can, can dunk. dunk. He's five foot two. <laughs> Charlie Murphy is like... He dunks like... and he hangs off, he hangs off, the, hangs off the, rim. the rim, releases one hand, releases the other hand, and then just slowly floats down. Game. Blouses. <laughs> And then he used, just with completely not notifying Dave Chappelle in any way, just used Dave Chappelle holding as the pancake Prince. as yeah. Prince for the cover of a single. He's <laughs> like, ah, oh, sir. You know, we're, we're all talking about him fondly. I feel kind of bad. I can't think that I've listened to a single piece of music that Prince has made in the last 15 years. You should. They're fine. Yeah? Are they? Yeah, yeah. You, like, really listen to albums? Yeah, yeah I've li- I, I, almost every Prince album that's come out in a while I've listened to like once because of Google Play huh. like because he brings them out once a year yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he had one of the the widest distributions for mm-hmm. a record like five or six years ago mm-hmm. because he just gave it away yeah, yeah. in a newspaper in London crazy so he was like 50 million copies sold yeah exactly <laughs> the price was right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly like, that's it. and you didn't even you didn't even know you were getting the CD. Right. You bought, bought the a newspaper, newspaper, and then you got a print CD. Hooray! <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like what you two did, except good. You could throw it out after. Right? <laughs> exactly. You didn't just download it. Well, and you didn't like infuriate the internet. Man, yeah. I, I'm a person who likes my Apple phone. Yeah. I, 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 in this group, I'm the only one. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck, Apple?" <laughs> it's 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 like, of all the things that. It's an invasion of your privacy. Your phone is like your personal space in a way, and for somebody to go in and mess with it, it's like, it's totally an invasion. Nice. And it and it sucked. It was so hard to delete. You yeah. delete it, and it would be like, "Would you like to download it from the cloud?" I'm like, no, I don't. I don't even use the cloud. You're using one percent of your cloud for you too. <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck?" God damn it. Yeah. No, uh, I was listening to the uh, the Beat B sessions, the Jim Mafood podcast, and they talked about doing shrooms and going to Prince. And they were like, honestly, they were like, you don't know most of the songs he plays mm-hmm. when you go see him live. You're like, because he's dropping 20 songs a year for his entire life. You know, and he's like, he will play Kiss and like whatever. Like, yeah. he'll, he'll like hit those. When Doves Cry, Purple Rain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's it. When Doves Cry, Purple Rain. Like, you're gonna hear those and like if you were to tell me what's a Prince song from the last couple years I was like I have no idea but I've listened to the albums and they're fucking cool yeah like you're just uh, they're Prince do they hold someone up? from someone from the SNL the, S- uh, the SNL 40 party was put up that performance that yeah. uh, Jimmy Fallon was talking about like Prince is on the he stage put, he put it on uh, <clears throat> SNL on Saturday did the tribute to Prince which was just it, they. I don't think they even had a new episode planned and it was just Jimmy Fallon kind of like bookending all of the SNL performances the Prince had, and hmm. he had like I think he only had like four or five, and then also yeah the the Hold random. On. Performance. Someone That's had like still a 
four or five fucking SNL shows. No, like, but like compared to like Rolling Stones, have been on like twelve times and okay. like whatever else like that. Like but over the course of thirty, forty years, it's still a legendary artist. You know, like yeah, this yeah. is he's, <clears throat> he's in like that. He's in the Stones category. Almost, oh yeah, for almost. sure. Yeah. Well, that that was it was funny. Jimmy Fallon was talking about. Uh, he said he was just sort of like he's like in the eighties. He's like there were like icons like Michael Jackson, Madonna, and Prince. And I was like, except that like two of those people really stopped being cool. Yeah. Like, Michael Jackson towards late career was no longer cool. Still, Absolutely. Still king of pop. Like, his, like, whatever <clears throat> albums he dropped still had, like, gazillion sellers. Madonna also still selling gazillions of records. She, like, and she's still, still putting shows out. Yeah, exactly. Still, still marketable, yeah. but they stopped being cool. Yeah. I was like, Prince was just like, I'm going to stay cool forever. Like, I almost think that it's, it's, it's kind of because he stuck to his, like, his, his style. He just, like, stuck to, like, guitar-heavy funk. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> like falsetto voice and just was it's, like I, we were talking about um fucking what's his name the other lemmy right yeah. being less of a pop artist yeah because he he like had his sound and he stuck to it yeah despite the changing times despite everybody in the world saying like hey you should probably do something a little more <laughs> like in tune with the times he's like fuck it i'm doing my thing yeah. prince is exactly like that it's the same kind of like authentic yeah he's just like cred, i'm just you know? making this music and this, this is, is what i love it's gonna happen yeah. yeah uh on facebook justice Justice? Justice. Justice feel good. No, okay. Derby guy. Not justice. No. Uh, posted, I understand how white people felt when I, they heard that David Bowie died now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he was like, as a black guy in America who is really weird, yeah. like Prince was there saying like, hey, you can be black and really weird and do whatever, and do whatever you want and, <laughs> and be super cool about it. Like, that's a thing too. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, With no like, like that's a, like it was. It's super weird. Like I, I've seen a lot of the things, just like kind of like you talking about him as like uh, like a, a bit of an icon for like the androgynous stuff and like Bowie and him. Are, no, 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 Bowie for sure. But yeah. at the same time, Sarah and I were talking. I was like, I, I get it. Like he's certainly flamboyant. And he's certainly fantastic. But like at no point, I always thought. Did I get the impression that Prince was gay? I always thought he just pounded a lot of chicks whenever he wanted. I think he, I think he probably just pounded the hell out of everything. A little but, like, like Bowie, but, like a little like Bowie, but like, but yeah. I, ne- but it's not like a lot of like he. He probably did, flamboyant. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. He probably didn't. Honestly, yeah. if, if he, he ended was up Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's exactly. He's been Jehovah's yeah. Witness for at least like the last fifteen years, and I mean, like, but it's just like flamboyant. But he, yes, but but like know, he started off in that like hair metal kind of weird, yeah, glam yeah. rock. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, okay, well, that's over now. Not Prince. <laughs> yeah. Prince was like, this is how I rock yeah, out. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, like Jimmy Fallon during one of, his, uh, one of his little intros, he's like, he owned a color. Purple is his. <laughs> like, he, he was just like, purple's my color, everybody. And then we were like, okay. Well, I guess it is. <laughs> he's like, you get to fucking have it. Like, yeah. purple is basically his now. Like, and then the fucking uh, Montreal City Hall lit up purple for him. Yeah, the cool. Google Play Music, all the oh, buttons changed to purple. Yep, yeah, yep. exactly. They're just like, and it's just like they didn't have to say what it was. They're just sort of like, oh, Prince, because <laughs> it's just like, was he so closely associated with a color, and not like a weird color, like a primary color, <laughs> secondary, color. secondary color. Yeah. It's in red rainbows. and blue make make purple. It's in the yeah. rainbow. Purple's in the rainbow. <laughs> Uh, so speaking about Lemmy staying true to his rock sound no matter what yeah right ACDC so Johnson Johnson said got a medical thing saying if you keep playing with ACDC you are going to go deaf like you have to stop right now and Mm -hmm. he was like I like listening to music as a musician Mm -hmm. I'm going to start stop playing with Mm ACDC and the rest of ACDC was like man we got all these shows to do let's ask Axl Rose to sing for us yeah Thoughts. Who was <laughs> Somebody that... sent a review and it was like super depressing. No, no, no. That was the, it was me. That was the Guns N' Roses review at Coachella. Right. Yeah. Who was it that slammed him and said it was just ACDC karaoke? Uh, the lead singer of The Who. Uh, yeah, Roger exactly. Daughtry. Yeah. Like I was like, legit, legit person. You can't be yeah. like, oh, it's like a pop star. I was like, nope. <laughs> it's the lead singer, <laughs> singer of The, the Who. Who. <laughs> it's like, this is ACDC karaoke. I can see, though, on paper why it looks like it would make sense, right? Like, Axl Rose, I don't think Guns N' Roses is touring right now, and it's it hasn't, it sounds like it hasn't really worked. But ACDC and him, I, yeah. I was never that impressed with by ACDC. Of all of that, like, era of metal, I can't get into any of the tunes. They all sound the same to me. There's a kind of kick to it. <laughs> Says a huge motor. fan of Lemmy. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm a huge fan of him as an artist. I'm not a huge fan of his music. 
<laughs> that was the argument. <laughs> just like, <laughs> like I don't consider Lemmy that prolific. I was like, <laughs> that was just Nip. Nip, Nip said yeah. I don't consider Lemmy that prolific. I was like, the word prolific has nothing to do about like varied content. I was right. like, Lemmy wrote twenty two albums. <laughs> And do I, they all sound a lot like Ace of Spades? They yes. sure fucking do. <laughs> but boy, did he keep making music! Like, I don't think he had like. Did as, you guys like like going back to? This, did you guys look at the numbers in the thing I posted? Some of his albums sold like fucking six thousand copies. Yeah, yeah, One of them yeah. was like four thousand seven hundred. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, that's that's, that's why I started throwing up Lincoln Park numbers where right. I'm like number one in the U.S., number one in the U.S., yeah, number yeah, one in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. Albums you haven't even heard of, number one in the U.S. Yeah, for sure, hundred yeah. percent. Like Motorhead, like. Their, their compilations, I'm, I'm sure, do real well. Because <laughs> they space is on it. You're like, oh, man, I should get a Ace Motorhead record. their fourth album, too, though. Like, like, <laughs> like who has their first three? <laughs> like, there's a ton of fucking Motorhead albums. It's like, it's like the first ten Fleetwood Mac albums. Yeah. The Rumors was their tenth. <laughs> fucking crazy. Uh, uh, yeah, so there's a video of Axl Rose with ACDC. Yeah. And, and it sounds like Axl Rose... Like at a Guns N' Roses concert, going, "Hey everybody, let's get the crowd pumped up and play Back in Black." Yeah. Like that's all it sounds like. Yeah. The, the the Vice article because Guns N' Roses just finished headlining their second weekend of Coachella because mm-hmm. Coachella's two weekends now because it's a crazy thing. Uh, and the it's so weird that you can that's just like weird. you can do a massive fucking outdoor festival. And take five days off. Take five days off, then do the exact same festival. It's it's all the exact same shows, like with both uh, like with like two or three exceptions. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the exact same lineup, so they can all the artists do it twice and everything. Because it was just like they had so they were so selling out so quickly that they were like, let's just do two. We'll just do it again. Just do it in, again. In a sense, it kind of makes sense as like the cost of travel comes down. This is a show that like fucking everybody wants. Yeah, to exactly. Be at. And mm-hmm. the infrastructure is all there. Yeah, it's not like yeah. if they need to like tear it down and set it up again in the fall or whatever. They're like, yeah, just fucking keep it maintained during yep. the week. They probably have a skeleton staff, security, and whatever, just keeping everything, mm-hmm. everything unlocked, unfucked with for the for the five days, and everybody just shows up and does the set again. And yeah, the Vice article reviewing the Guns N' Roses concert is they were like, so they're like, first of all, uh, Axel shattered his foot. Right? Yeah, like, so he's, he's like <clears throat> biting on fucking. He's on a Dave Grohl rock throne. <laughs> yep. Like, the Dave Grohl sent him the designs and they built one for him. So, like, that's why it's like similar but different. Right. Uh, and he's like, the first thing Axel says is like, sorry, I can't really do my thing and like whatever. And he's like, something is inherently wrong with Axel Rose apologizing for anything. <laughs> but like, a part of like youthful me was like, what's he fucking sorry for? Mm. Axel isn't sorry for anything. Like, he should just be like, deal with it, idiots! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> and like, you'd be like, oh, that's Axl Rose. Yeah. Axl Rose, Montreal riots, Axl Rose. Yeah, exactly. Just being like, I'm in a chair, fuck you! <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. And he's like... Hi, Axl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're like, and that's the whole thing. And he's like, so I'm, you're sitting there watching them. And he's like, and they were good. He's like, there's nothing hmm. like... He's like, Axl's voice is still pretty in check. Like, Axl's voice is better than it was. Better. I saw a couple of videos of him and Coachella, and I'm like... That oh, is like better it, than when he was touring with the Guns N' Roses that, <laughs> right. yeah. that he yeah, was no, with. It's better, it's better than Fat Axel, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if it's as like tight as like 80s Axel. But but it sounded like Axel Rose and not like some old man. Yeah, exactly. That's it. At like, a karaoke, karaoke bar. Karaoke. Slash can still shred, <clears throat> so it doesn't like matter. They're like, it sounded all fine. But he's like, then he's like, then I, like the, the author was like, then I realized he's like, Guns N' Roses shouldn't be a thing in 2016. He's like, mm. Guns N' Roses exist at like four o'clock in, mor- four o'clock in the morning fucking like getting women pregnant by looking at them and doing all the cocaine in the world walking down the strip like that's guns and roses and you're like to see them like i broke my foot enjoy the songs you're like oh what <laughs> that's you know, james hetfield and flip-flops yeah exactly yeah. you're like huh this is kind of a bummer and he's like mm-hmm. it's not and then he's like and then you're like and then you're headlining <clears throat> coachella and you're like here's a challenge i'm gonna issue to <clears throat> scott all right which is name seven guns and roses songs Oh, I can name seven Guns N' Roses songs. John, can you? Definitely not, but I read the article, so it's kind of cheating. Wait, even... Okay, but just try to do it, even if you read the article. Uh, Welcome to the Jungle. One. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Um, I feel like that you're going to say them, and I'm instantaneously going to be like, yeah. oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't think I can do seven, even yeah. having read the article. Uh, so. Patience. Okay, Patience. That that I, I would do list. Welcome yeah. to the Jungle. Patience, Paradise City, Paradise Sweet Child of Mine. Yeah. Uh, oh, November Rain. Rain. Yeah. November Rain. Um, you could be mine. Yeah, that's the T two theme yep. song. Uh, get in the ring. That's the big one where he pissed off all the music writers. No, nope. you don't remember that one. Nope. He, he Civil like, War. Civil War. Civil War. Yeah. 
Uh, fuck. Um, but it's rough, right? And you're like, this is a headlining Coachella spot that's like a two-hour set. And you're mm-hmm. like, whoa. And you're like, live and let die. But you're like, but then that's a cover. <laughs> yeah, but that's a really, okay, okay. But Live and Let Die is kind of like it's a like a like a like a super Guns N' Roses cover. It's super iconic. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. an iconic cover, but yeah. it's still a cover. Yeah. So <laughs> like you're just like whatever. Fucking half of the Rolling Stones' early catalog is all covers. Like there's a lot of artists also, have covers. Also, <clears throat> Guns N' Roses released four albums as Guns N' Roses. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like Appetite for Destruction, perfect. Lies, User Illusion One and Two. Yeah. The Spaghetti it. Incident was a cover album, and then Chinese Democracy was. A weird, oh, fucking weird nightmare! Yeah. <laughs> it took twenty years to a make weird bad thing music. That happened, including mm. songs with a man in a jumpsuit and a bucket on his head. You know, people are people always make fun of that. He's a he's a, he's a great he's fucking, a fucking guitarist. great guitarist. Yeah, like it, I've listened to a bunch of his albums. Like you know, he has like two hundred releases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like nonstop. Yeah, m- when my brother was really getting into guitar, he was like, yeah, actually no, but, but, listening Buckethead to the Buckethead is fantastic, but yeah. it's not like it's not Guns N' Roses right, right. <laughs> you know it's just like okay like, but, then, but then again it sounds like Guns N' Roses it isn't even Guns N' Roses anymore no they're good yeah. they, they have the, the the rock cred of Nirvana except Oxel didn't off himself so he just kind of hung I don't around think and they have the rock cred of Nirvana they didn't like they change the face of music you're not old enough to love them the way they were loved they were a fucking monster band, man. Can big I? O. Like, walk into the Big O, drop $65,000, 65,000 tickets. Just like, yeah, exactly. Guns N' Roses is coming Nirvana to the Big O. <laughs> big o you're you're probably <laughs> right, but I don't think Guns N' Roses changed music in the way that Nirvana oh, did. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely they did. What? <clears throat> you know, otherwise, you end up with Warrant and Poison, and your, your appetite yeah, for destruction was... was so angry and so popular. Like, if you want Pantera, if you want, like... Angry Slash, heavy metal. Slash's guitar <clears throat> like made metal. <laughs> like made made metal on TV. I feel like I need yeah. to look this up. I was, I, oh, you, you get yeah. like look at Motley Crue before Appetite for Destruction comes out, mm-hmm. and they're like glitter and like it was like spandex it's like and stuff. They, and, they, yeah, exactly. I mean, I know what you're saying about the end of the like the '80s hair metal, but I see that as being grunge that did that, not so much <clears throat> mid '80s. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the difference from like I would say like the difference between like glam and hair. Okay, like, but, it was glam, and then it was hair. But you don't think that was and then, like Metallica and <clears throat> Slayer no. that were doing that? That was that was after Guns N' Roses. That was later, yeah. And that Slayer. And even Metallica going from, like, the independent, underground, kill them all. To becoming big. Yeah. To becoming... That's that's Appetite for Destruction. Gonna have to look that up. You and, even just, just <clears throat> listen to Slash's guitar. Like, just like... <clears throat> like it's ha- a little bit hard to get past the the, the squealing vocals mm-hmm. because you're like I that. Oh man, I listen to I listen yeah, to exactly. I was saying, but like those guitar riffs were not really around in like popular music. They're obviously around in like underground metal scenes or right. whatever. But like in music that was like all over the fucking place and like selling out stadiums, like that guitar was like a hmm. fucking heavy guitar for a popular band. And and like Monsters of Rock tour and like man, those concerts were huge, huge, huge things. Like. Guns N' Roses, Metallica, Ozzy Osbourne, Monsters of Rock. Like, yeah. just what? Stuff before that is <clears throat> popular hard rock, Van Halen. Right. And that does not sound like Guns N' Roses sounded. Mm-hmm. Correct. Huh. <clears throat> Scott. Yep. We uh, promised our listeners a topic of discussion last Did we? week. Did we? I should say it on the top of the paper. That Don Cherry is a racist typecaster of Russian hockey players. We... Is that what I wrote? Racism versus Alex, Alex Ovechkin. Yeah. Why Alex Ovechkin isn't considered one of the greatest hockey players of all time. Right. And how that is Don Cherry's fault. So oh. here's a cool okay. thing about Alex Ovechkin that is a fact right now. If he plays, I think it's another another 10 seasons, roughly, which is, no, not 10, 8? I forget. I did the math. If he plays a foreseeable number of seasons, like not a ludicrous amount. 8 seasons is 8 years, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but he's, what, 28? Yeah, exactly. That's it. Okay. Twenty nine or whatever. So it's like to, to be playing till till you're thirty six. He's also missed due to injury. He's missed less than ten games in his entire career. Jeez. He's been suspended a few times, whatever. But like less than ten games spread out over the first nine or ten years of his thing, mm-hmm. and they've always been like little wrists and whatever. So like not prone to injury, has never had a concussion. So I'm like, obviously these things can stop a player's career. But mm-hmm. if he doesn't have any of those things. Playing till like 36, 37. The opposite of Sidney Crosby with the like high ankle sprain, broken jaw. Multiple concussions. Multiple concussion kind right. of thing. Exactly. So you're like, to have that level, to expect that level of output into your like mid to late 30s is not inc- insane. Sure. He can actually catch Wayne Gretzky's goals. Wow. 
with his goal output. I thought that was supposed to be impossible. His in the points are era. impossible. Right. He, catching his points are impossible because he has like two thousand points. Okay. Like, but he had like of those two thousand points, like twelve hundred of them are assists. Right. Yeah, but his goal. He has eight ninety seven or something. Eight ninety seven. Yeah. Gretzky has more assists than Gordy Howe has points. Like. Yeah, you're not going to catch that number. That's right. an impossible number. And the th- but the thing is though is that Gretzky got those stats in higher scoring games than today's NHL. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Ovechkin, an eight to four game in in 1984 was a thing that happened. Like right. on the regular, yeah. Like a seven goal game now, like like where one team scores seven is that is the highest. Yeah, it's exceptional. It's, exactly, and that's yeah. like a fucking like oh shit that team got rocked. Whereas eight goal games in the 80s was like Neh. Yeah, that shit happened kind of like you'd look at the score sheet and that'd be a thing. So, okay, so Ovechkin is could legitimately be the greatest hockey player of all time. Well, if, greatest if goal things scorer. go greater, sure. Yeah. So, so why isn't he considered one of the greatest hockey players of all time? Right. Like but, he he's he's not even like mentioned in the same sentence as Mario Lemieux, Wayne Gretzky, Mark Messier. Like mm-hmm. he's just sort of like oh, it's Ray Ovechkin, Borg, Patrick Waugh, Sidney Crosby, Sydney. even like it's it's almost like an accepted <sighs> fact that Crosby's better than Ovechkin. So why isn't he? Because I don't think he is. I think Ovechkin is definitely a lot better. But also, um, if Canada is hockey, then we had 30 years of Don Cherry shitting on Russian players. And you think that, like, that carries over? Yeah. But at the same time, you don't think that, like, maybe some Russian players, like, have have helped that, like... Ilya Kovalchuk situation. Being freaking goons? <clears throat> no, no, no. no Russian like, Ilya like Kovalchuk shitty? walking out on the NHL after having a shitty year. Like Radulov and... The Kostitsins, even though they're Belarusian. But just like... There is that like that notion that like the Russians are just here to like make money from our sport. Like Except... that's, that's kind of... But I'm just saying... But that's... that's I'm not saying that it's the truth. I'm saying that's the... There is that like that idea that's like put out by Don Cherry. Right? I, I just think that like... People will raise criticisms mm-hmm. about him, saying, "Oh, well, he's never won the cup and he's never won the gold." Yeah. But if he was a guy who was like signing short contracts and bopped around, just be like, "Okay, I'll go to Chicago." Yeah. Okay, I'll go sign in L.A. People would be criticizing him as being a headhunter. Well, like with Marion Hosa, man. Like Marion Hosa took so much flack when he he bounced around from Detroit the... to Chicago. <laughs> no, 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 no. Dude, it wasn't just Detroit to Chicago. It was he played in the Stanley Cup Finals two years in a row on different teams. He also did Pittsburgh, no? Pittsburgh? I think Detroit, he Pittsburgh? Went, I, feel, I think he went Atlanta, Pittsburgh, Detroit, Chicago. Right. Like, Atlanta being the non-contender out of those three teams. But just like... But that's where he started, right? Signed, yeah, exactly. That's, what, that's where he got drafted. Like, signed with the contender, finals, lost. Signed with the contender, finals, lost. And then, to his credit, signed a five-year deal with the Hawks, then won immediately. Like, he did lock up a, like... He's like, I'm going to stay here for a few years. <clears throat> Won it instantly, mind you, but like to his credit. But like, right, but if Ovechkin but did was, that, people would shit on him. Well, and Hosa was getting shit on all the time. And, and Hosa's reputation has definitely been tarnished by that. Yeah. People don't say Hosa is one of the greatest players in the league, even though he arguably is. he is. Yeah. And if he had never won the cup, like, like he won the st- two Stanley Cups now? He's three. got two rings? Three? He's on all three, yeah. He was the He's got three Stanley Cup rings, yeah. but people don't hold him up the same way they hold up Jonathan Taves. Well, for he's, that, he's the captain, or or Kaner, or yeah, exactly. whereas Hosa's points totals is comparable to the two of them right. like, the whole time. Yeah, 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 because he's the, European. Huh. Okay, so so does Cherry seriously rip into these guys? Yeah, yeah really? man. If you watch Don Cherry, and he's like these European hockey players, and they're winky tinky. Like, <laughs> if you watch them through the eighties and nineties, he says some like okay, awful. I have shit. never and will never watch Cherry back then. But having watched him with you guys, I don't think I've ever heard him mention the Russians in in like. And it's not like I'm watching it every week, but Ooh, he'll still he'll still like pump the tires of a Canadian player way more than any European that I can see. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I still don't hear him ripping into the Russians. I That's feel like I would have commented on it, having been dating a Russian for... Yeah. No, he absolutely does. Maybe more, I think, vaguely European now. Huh. Like, he'll just and, say... But, but, yeah, if you but go, like, he, he did it so loudly for so long to mm-hmm. so many people mm-hmm. that those people are still alive and in the bars and talking mm-hmm. hockey and mm-hmm. reading papers and calling into radio shows that they're not saying like we're talking Alex Ovechkin like, is one of the greatest hockey players of all when time. We're, when we're saying, like, ripping into the Russians and stuff, I'm like, I... I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I can like almost with like an eighty to ninety percent confidence say he probably had some homophobic slurs on the CBC about Russians. Pro- homophobic? Do you know what I mean? Or at least like that they're girly and that they play like women or like really dirty, cheap, yeah, visor wearing, yeah, like 
But you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, they I, don't, I, I, like, they're not, they're not good. wearing along with Oh, man, he, he was pissed off when people started wearing visors. Really? Really? Why would you play wear with visors? So you don't get a puck in the face and shatter your Like a pussy. Face? Yeah. It's a good okay. Canadian kid. But, it's a, but like, do you know nose. what I'm saying? I'm like, if you were uh-huh. to say, if you were, if, like, would, can you say with certainty that Don Cherry wouldn't have made a weird homophobic line about one of them? Homophobic, but you know, you see, like you can't say no. He wouldn't. I can't say no, but I, I just watched a couple of Don Cherry documentaries in the last couple months, and right. I can't. There's been more than one. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I can't recall any of those being highlighted. There was the the punch up in Pistony where the Canadians and the Russians both got disqualified from the World Juniors, mm-hmm. and he just spent 15 minutes on the air ripping his co-host. Mm-hmm. For, for saying maybe the Canadians should have gotten in that big fight and he was just like you have to fight all the time <laughs> punch 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 <laughs> <clears throat> yeah and like really ripping into the Russians because the Russians had been eliminated from contention mm-hmm. it's like they started the brawl they did it just to get back at Canada they jumped the boards yeah, and, yeah. and like Canada has to jump the boards after that and you've got to protect yourselves and he said some really really not so nice things about a lot of European players so I guess Speaking of hockey, <clears throat> we could just, I guess, wrap up on the playoffs. We're almost done round one. Yep. Um, you came back a little bit. A little bit. I, a little still, bit. I, could, still, I could still get three of eight. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so we Keith just, made his picks and was, like, about halfway through the first round, was at risk of having every single one of his picks wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I made them very quickly, and I didn't think many of them through at all. The one that got me super weird is I... <laughs> Philly. Philly. <laughs> Not only did I predict Philly was going to beat... I don't know why you're staring at me. This is so creepy. <laughs> it threw me off. I was like distracted. I'm why sorry. are you coming in and talking? We're recording. I was waiting. The red light was on. Red light was on. She knows I have ADD. It was cruel. She like literally jangling keys in my this face. This was the 9 ES. No. <laughs> We're not an hour. We're going to talk about playoff brackets. Uh, so yeah, so I picked Philly who like snuck in in a wild card spot if I'm not mistaken. To win against the Eastern Conference uh, champions, the Washington Capitals, with Ovechkin on the team. <laughs> Possibly the greatest. Who they had qualified for the playoffs like months earlier. Like with they had they all they're leading the league in points mm-hmm. by like a ridiculous margin. Like okay, they, and they're losing now. No, 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 no. Of course, they <laughs> you all, picked the worst team. To, to I picked them. the worst team to beat them, and then I also <laughs> imagined a scenario where that team would then go on past the second round <laughs> into the conference finals. I was like, not only are they going to beat the best team, the momentum with that will who's, definitely who's carry even, them over the Rangers. Who is who is even the goaltender for the Philly right now? New Earth, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was not even Steve Mason. Steve Mason got pulled after four. <laughs> it's just fucking nonsense. I was like, what the shit was like? I looked back and was like, what mm. the hell am I thinking? So, yeah. It literally... I, picked, I picked the rags, but I didn't count on Pittsburgh going after the goalie. Yeah. I was kind well, of like. It, at the, to be fair, though, it was his own player that got him in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, though, he was wearing a mask that everyone knows a stick can fit through. Yeah, which is a weird choice for a mask. <laughs> yeah. And not only is it a weird choice for a mask, it's a weird choice for a mask that most goalies in the NHL choose. Hmm. You can't buy this mask in Canada because it's fucking dangerous. Like, so if you wanted to, if you wanted to buy this goalie mask, you couldn't because they're not allowed to be sold in okay, Canada. Okay, so why do they wear them? Better vision. Better vision. Uh, Until a stick hits you in the eye. Right. And then yeah, it's exactly. worse vision. Yeah, exactly. That's it. It's like the, it's kind of the standard mask. Like Think like a standard goalie mask that kind of has like the eyelets mm-hmm. sort of in the cage. So it's like there's no bars sort of going directly over the eyes. Right. But the blade of a stick can go all the way in and get you in the eye, which sure. is what happened to Henrik Lundqvist of the New York Rangers. Wow. I was really sad that that, that happened because it wasn't Chris Kreider's stick that happened. <laughs> <laughs> We we hate Chris Kreider, Chris Kreider, 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 whatever. Whatever. He's the one who like full on ran Price and screwed up his right. leg and has had nagging leg problems ever, ever since. since. So fuck him for life. Right. Uh, yeah. And so anyway, the Hawks were down three one. Yeah, they're series, tied up three three. Kind of hurt me in the butt. Mm-hmm. And then holy shit, they picked they... L A. L A. tanked against San Jose. But that that seemed like a good pick too. L A. over the Sharks. I picked the Sharks to go to the finals. Right. So. Yeah. So. A thing that happened with Chicago was uh, they—I don't think I've—they were down three-one, and then one of their players, I mentioned Andrew Shaw, just <laughs> what a dumbass. This is the whole point of us talking about hockey. We're just to finish on this. Did you hear about this? What Andrew no. Shaw did? 
<laughs> I totally don't pay attention. Andrew to Shaw flips off the referees. He gets a penalty. What? First, gets he gets a penalty. penalty. But also, also like, okay, to set it up, to set up like blood boiling stupidity, he had ha- he was having a bad night. Like they were showing all the non calls on him. Like it's not an excuse, but you're like, if <clears> a guy's <throat> gonna blow his head and say and do stupid things. He's getting he's getting roughed up in the game. He's not. He's having kind a, of a goon, kind of an instigator. Like in no way does it surprise me that he said what he said. Anyway, so he flips off the referees, gets into double the, double flips, both hands, yeah, both, both hands, hands up nice. to the refs, sits down, and then oh, first it? he says it face to face, and then he gets caught on camera in the penalty box. Oh, right, right I heard about this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And drop drops the the f bomb. You can drop it. The fucking faggot. The double f bomb. Wow. And then. At right camera, right in his face. Because there's a, there's a camera, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. In the, shooting between your knees in the penalty box, right? So yeah. Like, did, did it did it get audio on this or is it? There's not audio, but it's super clear what he said, and the NHL <laughs> rightfully he I doesn't think, mumble it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like rightfully like they suspended him for a game, like mm-hmm. which I think is it's like lewd gesture, lewd comments, whatever. Yep, it's yep. like was this uh, it can be. Wiz only got a game for the John Avery. Sean Avery said sloppy seconds and got six. Yeah, but that's Sean Avery. Ooh. He's he's repeat repeat offender. Yeah, but sloppy seconds versus, versus fucking, fucking faggot. Yeah. Right. But it's I the playoffs, was a little man. upset. I was a little upset with one game. It's the playoffs. It is the playoffs. Which I, mean, I don't it, care. It, yeah, but it's okay. But there's a double standard there, and you know that. Like there, there is. In there the, is. In the regular season, that might have been a longer suspension. Like, and there should have been a longer suspension. Six is kind of ridiculous for yeah, Sean People really of, do not like Sean Avery. That's retarded. <laughs> yeah. Either way, I kind of. The take you can't away say from that this, word, John. You're, you're suspended. <laughs> the takeaway from this, I think, is summed up with Jonathan Taves' <sighs> comments. I think he handled himself super well on it, which was to be like, you kind of don't think about it when you don't hear it. And he's like, if there's anything that we can take away is that it's still a problem and that stuff still comes up in sports. And if this brought it to – if this made a headline that that's not okay, he's like, then this was like a good thing. And I was like, huh. Good. Like he's like – because you don't, he's like, if you're not faced with it, you're not thinking about it, and we should be thinking about it, and you should be thinking about how that is not like acceptable, like dialogue, whatever. And I was like, ah, taser. I was like, that was probably written for you, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> At least you went out and got someone to write it for yeah. you. Yeah, but I was like, that Hurts is. Like, right you're, yeah. you're the, no, but I'm saying, but you're the team captain, and it's like, it's true. It's like, if you're, if they don't do anything. In, in many ways, one of the faces of the NHL. Yeah, exactly. Like, on the posters, on the video yeah. games. Like, he's and a I'm big. Like, and I was like, that's, like, if there's going to be a good takeaway, I think, that it's to kids playing sports and stuff, it's that, like, either you're going to trash talk at sports, but there are words that you don't trash talk with, and, like, racist and homophobic slurs are words that you don't trash talk mm-hmm. with. Yeah. So. Even, even Shaw was like Shaw's apology was also like very good like that's what they're like, saying they were like, like no no sidestepping it no saying even heat of the moment he was like yep. I said it I should not have said it no one should ever say it yeah. mm. and like, like if you see the guy too he like he like he wasn't he didn't say it the way Scott said it like no but he was just like he was like like choked uh, up like like a little bit the kind of tears or whatever and like these are not like <laughs> actors yeah like this is yeah. not a guy who can just like he's a fucking goonzy like a goonzy grinder player sort of like those like, I, but he I, he took ownership of it mm-hmm. right away. He yeah. didn't try to make an excuse for why he did it. Maybe he leaned into the post, <laughs> <laughs> and <clears throat> he expressed like a real uh, actual uh, genuine remorse remorse about doing it. And I don't I don't think he's going to say it again. No, exactly. And that's why I kind of like I like Taser's takeaway <clears throat> of being like, if there's a uh, good thing that comes of it, it's that it's an example of what not to do. You know, it's not just like brushed under the fucking rug or whatever. Like, I just, I just thought one game was, was soft. It's the playoffs. Like, do you know what? Like, <clears throat> playoffs usually cut suspensions in half, anyways. Yeah, like, again, if not even more. Like the everything still bugs me. I thought that was excessive. I thought that was a headhunt. <laughs> I think the everything was was <clears throat> excessive, but I'm just saying. But like, the one game thing, like, do you know that the uh, the the, the, the the app there, the NHL Wheel of Punishment, whatever. Like, there's like a thing where you're like, who did it? Is this player a superstar? Mm-hmm. Like, is it the playoffs? So like, like you click them all, and like, is it the playoffs? Basically, always cuts the suspension in half, or sometimes no suspension. It's the playoffs. <laughs> Let them play. <laughs> and you're just like, I think th- I thought that <clears throat> that it happened in the playoffs, and that it was suspension at all was a a good gesture. Like, this is not a thing. Your team needs you. It was. It oh, was also, the other thing is the other thing that shot you. Hang on. Suspended in an elimination game. They were down 3-1, and he's suspended 
he had to sit out with his team up against elimination. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that... Like, if you're not feeling shitty, sitting up in the box mm-hmm. being like, I'm the dumbest idiot in the world. Mm-hmm. So, sitting there not able to help your team. The other thing that, that got Shaw choked up was one of the big hockey reporters in Chicago is openly homosexual. Mm-hmm. Who was sitting there interviewing him about it. He was just like... And also, I'd like to come you come up here, and I'd like to apologize to you personally. Like, mm. like I know you. We, I, you're working with us all the time. Mm. Yeah. Really, really sorry. Yeah. Good on him. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was like a good. I I, I believe him. He, yeah, he did exactly. not. That's it. I don't. I don't think he he knew what he was saying because he was so mad. Yeah. But like, he still should have known not to say it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. it well, that, like I said, it just shouldn't be in the vocabulary of things you say. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Anyway, moral lessons with Andrew Shaw. <laughs> this was 9 to 5 Entertainment System. Tune in next week where we will, or time two weeks from now, where we're going to spend a whole episode ranking movies. Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9TO5DOTCC, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9TO number 5CC on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb, usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday, a new podcast every week, usually on Thursday. It's either going to be a 90s or a Go Plug Yourselves. And on Fridays, we have Fine Arts with either Sophie and Scott. And, uh, you know, maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point, too. You can only hope. Alright, thanks. 9to5.cc We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening.